So I know you're committed to your business and work your backside off, but could you be working just a bit too much at times? And what would happen if you actually switched off more? Could that actually help you and your business and avoid you burning out? Welcome to the Get Out Your Way podcast. I'm your host, Osman Sharif from Rapid Transformation, and I'm here to help you get unstuck so you can rapidly grow your business. As a performance coach for small business owners, I know how vital it is for you to truly embrace entrepreneurship from the inside out, which includes transforming your mindset and using strategies that really work with your unique talents, skills, and entrepreneurial superpower. So are you ready to get out your way? Then let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode number 72. And today let's have some real talk. Yep, me and you. And let's have a conversation about something that let me put my hands up here and I'm shaking them around to say that I am still working on this. Okay, so I'm a work in progress in here. So that's why I want to have this conversation together. I'll share some of my perspectives and I'd love to hear your thoughts at the end of this podcast episode as well. It is all about working too much and struggling to switch off at times. Can you relate to that? You know, that feeling of being busy, that there's always something to do, that you're chasing your tail, or you just want to keep working because you're so passionate about what you do and there's just an endless list of things that you can get your teeth into. Because I'm sure, like me, when you do something that you love, you don't even think about what you're doing as work. And honestly, when I'm doing a lot of my projects, I'm not going to pretend that everything I do that I love because in business, there's obviously certain tasks and activities that you love more than others. But really, when I'm coaching my clients, when I'm doing my masterminds, when I'm working on projects, a lot of times it doesn't feel like work. So that means that I can work for hours and hours and hours on something that I'm totally immersed in, that I'm engrossed in as well. And that could be okay for short periods of time or for certain projects. But if that then becomes a consistent pattern, then it can have a negative impact. And I've experienced that myself. I've seen that negative impact on others, friends, clients. And that's why I want to make sure that we're having this conversation together. So if you're at that place, this could be that little kick up the backside you might need to go, right, something needs to change. Or you can be mindful of it so that if you do notice some of these triggers that we'll talk about starting to creep up, that you can go, warning, warning, let's get this sorted before it actually becomes an issue that could have an impact on your health and on your business and on your relationships as well. And really, this is a massive topic and I'm absolutely sure that we'll scratch the surface on it today. But we'll be bringing this to life in future episodes and I've got some guests in mind that would be great to dive into this conversation and just share their perspectives and their learnings from it as well to help you. So watch this space. But ultimately, the key thing is from my experience, and that's all I can talk from my personal experience and also from those that I have worked with in terms of clients and also some of my friends and peers that are fellow business owners as well. The thing is, I surround myself with people that are committed and that are action takers. But with being committed and with being action takers and coupled with being the boss, i.e. being the boss of your business by you being the person in charge of making it happen instead of being that employee, 
then when you mix all that up together, that's when it can actually just tip that balance sometimes in terms of, like I've said, finding it hard to switch off or feeling guilty at times to actually think, right, enough's enough for the day or I'm going to relax or no, I'm not going to get involved with that and to say no as well. So it's kind of like a a double-edged sword, isn't it? On one hand, it's great that people like me and you are committed and are action takers because we make things happen. But again, the caveat here is I don't want it to be to the detriment of other things or having an impact on wider parts of your life as well, because then really, what is the point? And this episode has actually been inspired by the last couple of weeks of some conversations that I've been having with some of my clients and those in my mastermind and just noticing that when they've committed to turn off, to switch off, to actually recharge themselves and recharge their relationships and the health, they actually are buzzing afterwards because they've shared with me that they've got a new passion, they've got a new perspective, a new energy. And with that, they're actually more focused. And when they've come back, even if it's like a, from a short break or just switching off for a short period of time, they've actually seen the benefit compared to if they were just to continue to keep on working more and more. But instead, by giving yourself permission to actually go, right, okay, I'm going to give myself a break. I'm going to do something different. I am actually going to allow myself to relax and to switch off. It could be massively rewarding. So some of the things I've been hearing my clients been getting up to is over the last few weeks is taking time off for a holiday and actually enjoying that holiday. I have encouraged one or two of them to take that next step to have a digital detox, which I'm sure I'll talk about later on in this episode. But even just actually having a break with their friends or their partners, that's a massive step in going, business is not going to break. It's not going to go down the tubes by you just taking a short period of time away. And in fact, it could just help you to come back. It can help your clients. It can help you just come back with that new energy and that va-va-voom. And then there's been examples of clients that I know that have been switching off and been proactively booking in date nights with their partners and spending quality time with them and coming back to say, it's actually amazing to spend time with my partner and they've enjoyed that as well. And really, why have I been kind of neglecting that? So that's been a great realization. I am working alongside an amazing business owner on a project and that project has been intense over this year, particularly over the last couple of weeks for us all that's involved in the program. But she needed to take some time out. So even though the diary was manic that there's constantly things to be done for this project, And she committed to doing some home decorating in her house, so involving curtains and cushions and wallpaper and stuff. Things that I'm not the most excited about. But honestly, I remember she committed to put it into her diary to go to this um, studio. And on the day of it, I had a call with her and there was so much to do. And she did say in the morning she was just going to phone and say, I'm too busy, let's just reschedule. But she actually committed and went, no. I need this little bit of time away. And she went away. She said she came back. She felt refreshed and she did excited because she's getting her house done up as well. So that gave her this different energy, whereas she could have just constantly worked and worked and probably would have started to end up resenting some of the great work that we're involved in at the moment. So again, just challenge yourself if you think you don't have enough time. Is that really true? 
and what can you do that might just be a short thing. So again, I've seen one of my clients had booked on to go to a wine tasting course or something. And again, I heard her talk about this a few months ago during the mastermind. And when I saw that come up and it was during the week as well, during the day, and I thought, good on you. You're actually taking time out of your business to do something that I know you've been excited about and you committed to. So actually, I hope you're going and enjoying it, even though it was quite early in the day, but hey, no judgments from me. And without exception, everybody that I've had a conversation with since that has been taking a little bit of time away, they've come back and they've said to me that, why have I not done this sooner? Or I really need to prioritize to do more of this and more regularly as well. So how about you? What are some of the ideas that are already sparking for you to go, do you know something? I want to do a bit more of that to switch off. And it could be something as simple as, I want to spend more time just cooking in the house or baking or going for a walk. And we'll go through some examples as we go through this episode. But I want to share something with you, which I came across a good few years ago. And it was a snippet of a speech given by Brian Dyson, who was the ex-CEO of Coca-Cola back in 1996, I believe. It was part of a commencement speech at an American university. And this is something that whenever I read it, it always makes me stop. It always inspires me, but it also gives me a good slap across the face, to be honest. And a reminder in terms of, seriously, there's more to life than actually working. So let me share these wise words with you and just see what impact it has on you. So imagine life as a game in which you are juggling some five balls in the air. You name them work family, health, friends, and spirit, and you're keeping all of these in the air. You will soon understand that work is a rubber ball. If you drop it, it will bounce back. But the other four balls, family, health, friends, and spirit, are made of glass. If you drop one of these, they will be irrevocably scuffed, marked, nicked, damaged, or even shattered. They will never be the same again. You must understand that and strive for balance in your life. Powerful, isn't it? So what connected with you when you heard those words? For me, it's always just that realisation that actually work is just work. Even though I love what I do, there are so much more important things in life. There's family, there's relationship, there's health. And every time that you end up deprioritizing them, they actually do have a long-lasting impact as well. And work will always be there. Work will always be demanding time. It will be inspiring you. There'll always be a to-do list of things to get done. But really, it is up to us to be able to kind of be in charge of it and to control and to navigate towards the fun world of being a business owner. So I want you to now kind of make this episode practical for you and start thinking about this so what. So you might do this by journaling or just self-reflecting as I'm going through the rest of this episode and just truly trust your gut. So one of the first things that we need to really tune into is to notice what your triggers are for when you might be on that verge of starting to work too hard or starting to work too much or juggling some of those balls and dropping them, especially the glass ones. So for me, and again, I'm just sharing my own personal experiences here. For me, I notice when I'm actually working too much, when I start to get a bit ratty or a little bit short. Okay, so that could be 
getting really impatient and even the smaller things can actually start to me to go, oh, come on, you're wasting my time. And that might be even how long it takes for Caius or Aaron to put on a pair of shoes in the morning. I'm like, right, come on, you're holding me back. I've got so much to do. Come on, let's get out of the house, okay? So that's kind of when I start to notice that, hold on a second, why am I getting a bit ratty? Why am I getting a bit short? Or why am I kind of at the end of my tether slightly? And you want to kind of catch this before it gets too far down that journey or far down that path. For me, another telltale sign is when I look at my diary and I go, oh man. And I look at things at my diary that I honestly love. So it could be certain meetings or certain projects or certain things that I committed to do. But when they're coming up, I now start to go, oh, is that now or is that coming up soon? And that's again another trigger for me to go, why am I starting to feel that little bit of a, uncertainty or that there's just too much to be done and that can take a bit of the joy away from the things that are in my diary that I love doing okay so again is there anything that you're doing that you start to go oh when you see it in your diary another part and again it depends if you've got people around you partners husband wives whatever what vibes do you pick up from them So I can pick up when Shireen might be noticing that I'm working a bit too much, little remarks here, or even worse when the boys kind of comment or say something to me. And that's when I go, hold on, I've kind of slipped down that path again. Something needs to change. And again, you want to make sure you don't get to this point, but there are times where I have noticed, well, why am I getting another cold or why am I feeling run down? And again, it can have an impact on our immune system as well. So these are some of the triggers that can actually just be warning bells to basically go, come on, wake up, pay attention. Are you choosing to do the right things for you, your family, your health and your business? And like I say, I do not have this spot on yet. It is a work in progress. So what are your triggers? And think about the last time that you started to feel these type of feelings or have these type of thoughts. What were those things that you can go, right, if that happens again, this is the thing that's going to be basically the warning bells for me to go, pay attention, something needs to change, course correct, course correct, course correct. So that's a first self-reflection to do, to understand what your triggers are. And then you want to really understand what is your SOS escape valve, okay? What is the small things that you can do pretty quickly that will help you to unplug, to help you to recharge? And you can think about these as being like a quick win. So it might be that you can't have the luxury of taking a full holiday, for example, at that period. But for you to go, right, this is a small thing that will have a big impact in that short term. So that could be going on a proper date night or jumping in the car, going for a long drive, especially if you've got some nice scenery around us. I just love around the corner from some of the most beautiful parts of Scotland in Loch Lomond and just grabbing a coffee with a friend, having something to eat. And it feels like you're in a completely different world and you have different conversations and you come back really refreshed or even having a night out. I had a great night out last weekend. I won't go into too many details, but all I can say is if you have never been to Bongo Bingo, go and check it out. Even if you go to YouTube and check out what Bongo Bingo is, I didn't actually take part in it, but I got to the venue just as it was in full swing and it looked absolutely epic. So if you need to have a release valve and experience some fun, check out when your next Bongo Bingo night might be in your local area. 
Or how about reading? For me, I love also getting lost in books, especially fiction books or crimey or murder type of kind of books as well. They just help me to completely not think about business. Um, Don't worry, murder books do not inspire me in any way around business or rapid transformation. It is a complete escapism. Or what about movies? Again, as you may know, I'm a massive Harry Potter fan. So at times when I just want to completely switch off, I'll be right, have a Harry Potter marathon and just be under a blanket and just relax and switch off. And for me also, meditation works as well. And it's something that I am still working on to do consistently. But when I start to notice that I might be working too much and I need to switch off, then that's again another warning bell for me to go, right, get back onto Dr. Joseph Dispenza meditations or even Headspace or anything that just allows you to switch off, to recalibrate and to kind of move forward as well. So that's just some of my SOS kind of things that work for me. I'm sure you've got your own type of activities that help you experience that quick recharge in that way. And there might be some things that you can do that will help to make life easy. So it could be even hiding your phone for an evening or having a weekend without it. That can be enough to make you go, right, I'm not going to check emails. I'm not going to be connected to the outside world in that way. And if you are going away on holiday and you have never done a digital detox before, I would strongly, strongly recommend it. You don't even have to go away for this. You could still do that if you're having like a, a staycation as well. I've done this now for the last couple of years and it is honestly one of the best things I do because when I come back, I have a completely different perspective in terms of I feel very relaxed. I feel like I've had quality time with the boys and with Shireen and honestly just feel just revitalized as well. And I've talked about this before on episode number 11. So if you're curious about how can you have a digital detox for two weeks without your business suffering and actually growing your business, which has happened twice for me, actually it's been positive for my business whilst I've been switching off, check out that episode as well. And then there are some more medium to longer term strategies that you can put into place. So you could recognize your patterns. Okay, so what is it that sometimes leads you to get into that situation where you're working too much? I honestly do believe that I am Superman at times, like I could do everything, I'm pretty invincible, I find it quite hard to say no to great opportunities. That means I can sometimes agree to too much in terms of certain clients or projects that I'm working with. And again, based upon my wealth dynamics, superpower, my entrepreneurial superpower, I'm a trader personality. And what that means is that traders very much live in the here and now. So in that moment, when I might be looking at an opportunity that's hit my inbox, or I've had a phone call to say, could you do this workshop? Or can you be part of this project? Or whatever the opportunity might be. And let's say it's not starting right away. I might look at my diary in a few weeks or months down and I'll go, oh yeah, that's perfect. Yep, I've got space. It's free in my diary and I'll go, perfect, I'll book it in. But because I live more in the here and now, I don't necessarily then look at or see or anticipate some of the knock-on effects that that might actually have. So I might look at that and go, yep, there's space in the diary, but I then don't really automatically go, Right, well, what does that mean in terms of other things that I've got on here? What does that mean around any kind of like family events, like i.e. school holidays, because the kids always seem to be off? All these kind of factors. So I know that that's something that's a challenge for me or one of my kryptonites. So I have to be a bit more 
organized and conscious with that, especially when setting my 90 day goals to really recognize, hold on, what else is happening at that point? If I say yes to this, even though I've got time in my diary at that point, is there going to be any other knock-on effects? And that kind of just gives me that little bit of a challenge before agreeing to things. But again, it's something that is still a work in progress. Even in terms of a medium to long-term strategy, booking things into your diary in advance. So things that are important to you, i.e. date nights or holidays or times away, or if you want to go to a class of some sort to take up a hobby, schedule it, put it in your diary, pay for it so you've got some skin in the game because that then means that you are more likely to go, yep, that is happening. And the amount of times that this has happened where I've booked a family holiday and then guess what happens? I get a great opportunity to do something that week. So a speaker session or a workshop of some sort. But do you know once it's booked in the diary, it's just such a easy, nope, sorry, I'm not available. And that's it. So it's like, well, can we do it at a different time? Is there any other options? But If it was just like, oh, I'm thinking of going on holiday that week, but nothing's really booked in that way, that's when we can actually drive ourselves and our families crazy by actually going, we need to change the dates here or I'm going to squeeze this in. So commit to something can make a huge, huge difference. I've already alluded to earlier about the power of 90-day goals, and that's why I use that personally. I use it with my clients. I use it with the masterminders that are in my 90-day mastermind program. And the reason why that works really well is because it allows you to focus on, well, what am I doing? And does it fit with that 90-day goal? So if you've got ideas or if you've got opportunities that come your way and you can look at your diary to go, right, but what's my 90-day goal for that period? And it's easier to say no to things that don't fit in there. And again, something I was like saying to myself or reminding myself is business for me is like a marathon. It's not a sprint. So it's about you don't have to be constantly running or trying to do everything in every 90 day period. Just focus. Sometimes less is more or more often from my experience, less is more. And just remember, why did you get into business in the first place? And it takes it back to that Coca-Cola speech. Why are you prioritizing business all the time when actually all those other glass balls are at risk of having some damage if you're not giving personal care and attention to it as well? So some other top tips to help to put some strategies in place is to have honest conversations with your partner, a coach, mastermind groups, friends, peers, and get them to know what your triggers are. So, and have an agreement that if you start to fall into those patterns or if they start to notice that you are working too much or you're being distracted from what's important to you or deprioritizing certain things, to call you out on it as well. And that can make a huge difference. So, if you're giving them permission to go, please let me know if I am, for example, one of my friends, if I've gets to the point if I've not seen them too much or if I'm cancelling a few things, then it's like a call me out on that because that's a a bit of a signal to go, hold on, what's happening? Are you prioritising? Are you actually juggling too much? Or just doing too much as well that you actually could be at risk of burnout. And also when it comes to thinking about some medium to longer term strategies, think about the environment that you work in. And I know for two of my mastermind clients, they have taken proactive steps to change their environment to go and work from some offices and co-working offices. And it's had a massive positive impact on them so that they've got clearer boundaries in place and allows them to switch off, i.e. to walk out the door and be able to then 
get home and not then let everything just you know bleed into the one environment as well. So that might be something that could be important in a more of a longer term to medium term strategy, whatever fits for you. And finally, you don't have to do everything yourself. So what are some of the things that you might have said yes to or you might have on your to-do list that you go, I'm not the best person to do that anymore. Could you outsource it? Could you get somebody else to help with? Could you renegotiate some of the agreements that you've made to go, this isn't working just now. We need to figure out a better way. So I hope some of those strategies, either short term, medium term or long term, can be beneficial for you. And they are some food for thought for you to go, right, what can you put into action right now? or to help you to make sure that you don't fall into that trap of working too much and becoming a workaholic. So over to you now, right? What has resonated with you? What are some of your commitments to actions? I'd love to dig in even deeper with you on this. So please share them with me. You can drop me an email over at hello at rapidtransformation.co.uk. You can send me a message over at LinkedIn, on Instagram, on Facebook. You'll find out all the links on how to connect with me over on the show notes, which you'll find at rapidtransformation.co.uk forward slash 72. Or if you're listening to this in a mobile podcasting app, just scroll down and keep scrolling and then you'll see the links inside the show notes there as well. So like I said, during this conversation, this is just the start of it. There are so many different ways from the way that we design our business, the mindsets that we operate, the strategies that we follow that absolutely can help us to get out our way when it comes to having that work-life balance and balance overall, or it could actually be sometimes getting in our way. So this is my commitment to you to help you to go, right, it doesn't have to be this way. If things aren't flowing in the best way for you, or if you feel like you are a workaholic, there are different ways, there's different strategies, and sometimes it's just some fine tuning that can actually be the thing that you need to create that rapid transformation. So I look forward to hearing from you to see what your insights are, and also your commitment to your own personal commitments to action. And I look forward to, as always, sharing more with you next week. So until then, make sure you do reach out to me, find out all the links at the show notes at rapidtransformation.co.uk forward slash 72. And I look forward to hearing what you're going to do to stop working as hard. Bye for now. If you feel like you're still just scratching the surface and growing your business, and even with all the action that you're taking, you still regularly feel stuck or frustrated, then the chances are you're hitting one of the three business growth blocks that many entrepreneurs and business owners face. But don't worry, you can rapidly transform that from today. Simply start by taking my free business growth block quiz to see if your design, mindset and strategies are currently working for you or against you. Your results will help you put your finger on the elements that need your immediate focus. Plus, you'll also get access to a short video series with lots of practical ways to either fine-tune or overhaul each of these essential foundations. Take the free quiz now over at rapidtransformation.co.uk slash quiz.